it's hard rock. <laughs> Welcome to Kiss 105.7. I am wearing my Pantera t-shirt right now. Hell yeah. Fucking yeah. switching it up this podcast. We've had enough. Yeah. We've had enough of the service industry. We're going rock and roll. Yeah, it's never been done. Never been done. It's never. <laughs> this has never been done before. Nope. You are seeing a fucking, fucking innovation in real time. Yeah, we're the Elon Musk of um, classic rock podcasts. Oh my god, I was talking to. <laughs> That's such a nightmare sentence. Um, I was talking to my my friend who's Ukrainian, and obviously everything's insanely fucked up for her and she's worried about her mom who's like in a bomb shelter right now etc but which is very sad and scary but I was over I brought her like treats over to her house and we were talking and (laughs) I was like so you're like able to maintain contact like you can check in like that's good and she was like yeah we're really worried I'm not gonna do the accent because I I can't it turns into (laughs) something it turns turns into something wrong I, I can't nail it yet anyways She's like, yeah, for now, but like, you know, we're worried that the internet's going to go out. But Elon Musk said that he's bringing Starlink to Ukraine, and I was like, oh, that's another tragedy on the horizon for the, oh, the people of Ukraine. It's so hard with like normal people because it's like <laughs> you just have to be like, oh, that's good. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, you can't like immediately launch into like, yeah. Yeah, what you need to say. Especially not in this situation. <laughs> no, I, I would say that would be inappropriate, I would think. Yeah, so uh, for once in my life, I bit my tongue and I said, that's great news. That's a relief. I did see specifically about Starlink that it has like um, the satellite dishes that are on the ground mm. to bring the um, internet. <laughs> I don't know how it works. Great. Um, they're self-heating because, it, like, uh, precipitation interferes with it, so it needs to be self-heating to keep water and snow off of it. But then they're having a big problem with animals finding <laughs> them and being like, oh, cool. <laughs> like, little spa beds. <laughs> and so then little critters will get on top of them and be like... Yeah, hey. yeah. And uh, and then the next thing you know, fucking Molotov cocktails hitting those... <laughs> Those satellites, getting the animals off, boom, boom. Um, hi everyone. Oh, this is F O H. I'm Elaine Devane. <laughs> I'm Kelly Sullivan. And this is this is a service industry podcast uh, that also sort of briefly discusses Elon Musk's many innovations and many technical foibles. adventures. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the new sub. Sub podcast, mm-hmm. yeah. as well as classic rock, as we said earlier. Yeah, so we're in a transition moment here. <laughs> we're at a crossroads, and you're you're all witnesses to it. Yeah. Um. Anyways, um, how's it going, Kelly? Um, it's going well. Thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. How are you? I am also fine. Thank you for asking. <laughs> do you want me? Wonderful. Do you want me to talk now? Um, yeah, let's hear about your, your week and your life. Mm, yeah, not too much to report. I did, as I told Kelly, I got a $30 haircut, which is... It looks good. Oh, thanks. I mean, they were really not working with 
the best sort of starting canvas. You know, it wasn't a blank canvas for them. It was me right. kind of getting in there. They had to rework some stuff. So in time, it will look normal. Um, but $30, you know, uh, New York City haircuts, I was throwing away quite, not throwing away. It's worth it, obviously. But haircuts are fucking like $100. It's like. Minimum. $100. When when a haircut is like 90 I'm like, steal. Yeah. Insane. And then color, like I used to get my, you know, cut and color. Forget about it. So. Which color you really do have to pay for. Yeah. You do. So, anyways, so $30 on a fucking, like, iPad, whatever, Squarespace thing. I was like, and they and they had, like, the gratuity buttons, like it was a restaurant. I was like, this is so fucking weird, but great, but $30. This town is starting to grow on me, you know? Hey, incredible, come on. Incredible. Um, yeah, but besides that, really nothing. I'm just, like, fucking in school and... Um, it sucks, and um, I ate too many corn nuts last night, and I feel sick. So, corn nuts are good. Yeah, this hippie place uh, that I go to when I'm waiting for the bus sometimes, also a very sad sentence, uh, has they like make in house corn nuts with different flavors. So they're like. Oh, I was just going to yeah. say, I have a place by me that does cocoa dusted corn nuts. Ooh. They are so good. The texture of these hippie in-house made, like corn nuts are indescribable. It, it's they're incredible. They're so crispy, so good. They're so fucking crispy. They have they had ranch one time, which is my oh. which is my yeah like a hippie ranch dust so good. And then this one is like elote taco mm. like fla- delicious. And I can just yummy yummy really go for it that my vape pen that's a night oh yeah that sounds like that actually sounds like i might start smoking weed for that if i if i had some ranch corn nuts i might smoke weed well you know buy a little plane ticket and feel the (laughs) get the experience unfortunately like literally it was probably half the cost to fly to mexico than to fly to eugene are you serious it's 200 bucks to fly from New York to Mexico. What? Where in Mexico? Yeah. Um, day off, Mexico City. Huh. And then you get like a, you get like basically a Ryanair flight to Tulum for like $30 because it's Mexican. Ryan? He has an airline? <laughs> Who's Ryan? Yeah, your friend My Ryan. My friend Ryan is now a mogul. <laughs> you don't know about Ryanair? Mm-mm. It's in Europe. Oh, okay. I don't know European. It's like their, it's, it's their spirit. Oof. That's scary stuff. But it's probably now that I'm thinking on it, that's probably a slur against the Irish. <laughs> now that I'm thinking on it, because they probably said what's cheap and shitty, and then they said Irish people, Ryan. Wow. Well, we're Maybe. gonna. I'm gonna bleep that out. My with my <laughs> new bleep sound effect that I know how to make. Um. Yeah, me too. Well, that's great. Yeah, I mean, no one's going to come visit me because it is so expensive for no reason. And there's no, it's just like, why would you? I can just tell you about it. I'll tell you about the flavor of corn nuts I'm eating and it'll be like you're here. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you are, you are, um, as we've learned, as you have taught the students, like you, you really can evoke with, you know. These fucking. You can. (sighs) God, 
these fucking these poor children every week just tuning into like absolute madness for no fucking reason and god bless them oh you're probably so it's probably so much better and more fun and I know, but it's everyone else. It's so funny because I like will say I just forget like half of them aren't even can't even go to a bar. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I had a guy who was like, it's this isn't like age gap discourse. He was just like a little bit older than this girl, but she was fully twenty two, and at the bar, and he they were like, you know, it was like I did last call. They were like, okay. Then I dropped the check. They were like, okay. They sat on the check. Then I finally had to go over after two. The bar work at closes at two. After two, I had to go over and be like, okay, time to close out now. Because they, like, weren't putting the card up. And I was like, if you're having trouble, like, making it with a 22-year-old, like, figure it out. Shouldn't be hard. Open and and shut case. (laughs) That should be an open and shut case. (laughs) That should be the first 48. If you remember that show. If you can't first 48 a 22 year old, come on. Come on. What are you doing? You gotta fucking. Yeah, it's it's so easy to impress them. And he was like, let's see, he was born in 96. So he was like, what is that, 26? Yeah. That's worldly to a 22 year old. That's that's old, honestly. Yeah. Well, I know. I mean, the thing is, too, like, I and again, it's, like, not me trying to, like, I'll throw out references to, like, if it's appropriate to, like, I'll make a joke about drugs or drinking or something. And then I'm, like, oh, fuck. Like, I, it's extra for them because they, like, don't even know what the fuck I'm talking right. about. You know? Right. So, anyways. Uh, thank God it's not being recorded. As always. <laughs> Because that's illegal. Because it's illegal to record me without my permission. Um, Kelly, do you have any service stories or other? I do, and thank you for asking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I texted this to Lillian last night that I was like, worked a private event tonight, got a great story for you. Which the events at the new restaurant that I'm working at, the event last night was um, like a supper club thing mm. where it's like, People pay, it's a five course menu. They only pay for the drinks, like whatever. So they came in and it's very, it's like what you would expect. It's like people, like a real bridge and tunnel crowd, 40s being like, oh, well, this place is kind of funky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, which is fine and like much respect. And, <laughs> Clearly. um, like one woman was sitting at the bar and she was like is it so boring to work these events with a limited drink menu and i said well it's bartending it's pretty much always boring (laughs) and (laughs) and she was like (laughs) she loved that yeah um and but the the owner of this business like the guy he plans these dinners he owns the business he was like so palpably just like uncomfortable as a man and like just strange and just like very weird energy and and the owner kept being like he's chaotic and i was like he's not chaotic he's just like like to me chaotic there's like some some joy at least behind it but this was just 
nerve, like metal on metal grinding. It was awful. And the chef came out and he was kind of like explaining the dishes because it was like nothing that was nothing that's on the regular menu. Da da da. And he's he is Mexican. And then basically, presumably through like some sort of twenty three and Me moment, <laughs> they his family found out that they are like they're Italian, and basically like in the eighteen hundreds, their family left Italy for Mexico, okay, to be like migrant workers, and then he grew up like on the Texas border. And which is like very interesting. And so he was like some of these dishes, he was like, I kind of tried to like, he's like, I'm trying to like synthesize that in the food. And it was just very interesting. And, um, and kind of, especially not to be like stupid, but it's like, especially like, like we, in this moment of war and in this moment of conflict, like thinking about migration is so, like interesting and I think you know whatever and then but the guy came back to the kitchen and was like I thought that was a really nice touch and I was like immediately like full body sweat I was furious oh my because I was like this is like someone talking about like their family and like people who like lived and died and were just real and you're like that's a nice touch for people to consume. I was like, Jesus no. Christ. That is, and I got so mad. That's so cynical and awful. I know. I know. And I was like, that guy probably thinks he's like a normal guy, but I was like, he is the worst kind of cynic. Yeah. Can you just be like the, the way we understand the world is like through our ability to like, translate it into stuff that other people buy right as a product your story is a product it's a flourish on this experience and i just think there's like this way of looking at the past that so many people have of like thinking that like people in the past like just because there was more migration and like children died more frequently and da 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 that like those things didn't like weigh as emotionally heavy on people in the past but it's like thinking about a family that moves from Italy to Mexico for because like there's no work and they're trying to find work and they're like migrant workers. Like that's like a, a like you would easily understand in the present that that's an emotional decision. But it's like because it's refracted through like 200 years, you're suddenly like, yeah, that's a great story. Right. Can you describe can you describe him to me? He was. Like, probably, like, yeah, like, late 40s, like, almost like a page boy, like, a little bit of a longer (laughs) hair moment. He brought insomnia cookies for some reason. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, like, yeah, just seems like someone who, like, definitely moved to New York in, like, the mid-aughts and was, like, I've made my choice and this is where I live. Sorry. You know, like a page thin cardigan. Page, okay. So it was like kind of like an outdated hip outfit sort of look. Yeah. And I think like even this business to me is like, like I heard someone describe themselves as a foodie. Oh, got it. 
glasses or no glasses no glasses no beard gray graying graying beefy or thin oof okay i got i got the picture taking pics with the dslr oh my god what the snapping around is happening snapping around gross i'm sorry that sounds awful it was just like the event itself was fine, but I was like, this man. And after the dinner, I said, he is spiritually unwell. <laughs> and the whole kitchen was like, what's happening to her? They don't know they, me. So yeah, they're, they like, they're like, you sound like you are. <laughs> yeah, you calling someone spiritually unwell does o- I, I open up a lot of questions for people sometimes. That, yeah, yeah. Not a no, uh, yeah. Um, but you're correct <laughs> and everyone could feel it. You were just putting a name to the phenomenon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Woof. People never cease to disappoint me. You know? I'm not surprised, but I am disappointed. So I'm I'm disappointed. <laughs> I'm like a parent. Yeah. I'm not upset. Uh, no. I'm not angry with you. Not at all. Not at all. Um Wow. Well, the people are unwell. The people are unwell. Then after that, um, randomly at that place, I've never closed the bar or even seen it be closed because my one training shift that was in the evening to see it close is when I found out I had COVID. Yeah, I remember. And so I was just like, and I said it to the GM. I was like, I mean, I've closed bars before. Like it's not hard but i was like just so you know i've never done this here before so if stuff is fucked up yeah that's why yeah and she was like haha okay i said great cool so just gonna burn the ice or (laughs) yeah pretty much (laughs) just like burn the ice kind of give these a quick rinse throw some cellophane uh, on a bottle top and cellophane look at you (laughs) yeah my huge new vocabulary (laughs) no i just I, i i like i like that you know, I like that. I, I like that touch. <laughs> you know, I don't like to call things by their brand name when there's actually a right. You're you not know. gonna say clean. You won't catch Lillian uh, saying Kleenex. Uh, it's tissue. You know, it's a tissue. Or what about something you put on a? What do you? What is? What is the word for a bandage? Okay, just I was about to say that next. Yeah, yeah. A bandage. Can I have a bandage, please? <laughs> I'd be like, okay, Clara Barton. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh my God. Can good. I have a bandage? I'd like a bandage, please. Yeah, I am <laughs> I am a time traveler now. Going around. I will take some acetaminophen, <laughs> please. And thank you. Some analgesic... What are they? <laughs> analgesic tablets, please. Oh my goodness. Oh Um, my god. Well, (laughs) us before we record this episode, like, it's all right. I've taken my amphetamine soaps today. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, that's what it does say on the bottle. uh, I know. Which is like a little. Yeah, I'm not taking any kind of brand name anything in my life. Um. (laughs) 
On this lifetime, no. I need a house brand. Come on. Yeah, give me the 365 brand of speed, please. Thank you. Um. <laughs> Great value speed. <laughs> it has like a name that sounds just like the brand name, but a few letters off. I like when they do, um, like at CVS and stuff, when they make the bottle Look. for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not like, oh, there's house branding. It's just like, it's next to a vino. It looks just like a vino. Oh, this is next to Clean and Clear. It looks just like And it has a, 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 a tag that says, as compared to yes. the product right next to this. Yeah. Did you see, I feel like this went, like someone made a TikTok about this and then it went viral on Twitter that it was like, real she in, fake she in. And I was like, what is, like, that is so... We're in a dark place. Like to have right. knockoff she in. What is that? A newspaper crumpled up? Like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like, it's what? It's actually they just send you a PDF of the clothes <laughs> yeah. you order. Yeah, like what level of garbage could be below the fast fashion of of that brand? That's like you know sometimes on Etsy, like you'll see something that's like really beautiful, like a knit sweater, like a macrame, and it'll be like three ninety nine, and you're like, what the. And then it's, it's a like, pattern. Oh, it's just the pattern. Yeah. That's what that is. The knockoff. <laughs> they just send you the pattern. Yeah. Just a blurry JPEG. <laughs> um, well, God bless everybody in their attempts to save a couple bucks. <laughs> that is so like, you really got to <laughs> like is... really like start a Patreon at that point. Yeah. You gotta do what we do. You gotta, by the way, thanks to all our patrons. Cause I'm fucking broke. So God bless you. Uh, Cheers to your support, especially now more than ever, you know? Now more than ever. Um, I know, not to be like, like, so, but literally I, I had to Venmo someone this morning and then I saw like everyone paying their rent and I am paying it on Friday when I get paid and it, that's fine and I'm not going to have like a late fee or whatever, but I was like, <laughs> imagine the king's riches to pay the rent today. <laughs> You're the wimpy of rent paying. (laughs) Gladly Venmo you Tuesday for a rent check today. What? Okay, doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Um, Okay, so again, another type five on our subject for the week. Um, (laughs) Sorry, that really... Okay, good. Good. I feel like I've been slipping. I want to be able to give you all my energy, and I feel like I just don't have it no you're doing great Mm, thanks okay i would say also and this is not by way of criticism at all but it is any like it's still a marked improvement from like october when you would get on and be like like auditorily shaking (laughs) being like and i can head blast yeah i mean you all having being privy to like the most fucking stressed out I've been in a long time that would be like if you if I had been recording my voice when I moved to New York City and I thought bugs were constantly crawling on my skin same level of anxiety (laughs) 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 sorry oh yeah just when you moved to New York and got more gelins yeah 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 (laughs) which we all know about and remember (laughs) and I've been silent about it for these past seven years and i will not be silent about it anymore i will not be silent about it the tap water in nyc gave me more gelins the fibers beneath my skin are 
vibrating more intensely than they ever have in my life. And it's because of the 5G. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. Anyways, <clears throat> here I am, stable and mentally well. Um, <laughs> the fibers at a, at a calm. <laughs> the fibers have ceased their vibrations for the time being, and I can record this episode. I managed to get out of bed and. <laughs> Oh my god, sorry. Uh, Lillian and I both also like did fully have COVID and are true <laughs> haters and um like in in like COVID and like the like when I was like testing negative but still was like sick and tired all the time. And just like <clears throat> truly I don't think I was like fully aware that like chronic fatigue syndrome is a diagnosis <laughs> and I tr- and, and and it just to me it's like it's not that I disbelieve those people's like experiences. It's that like, I resent that we live in a society that you need to have that, like (laughs) become a symptomology and like Mm -hmm. have a diagnosis because like, if the doctor was like, girl, you have chronic fatigue syndrome. I would just like, I'm just a sleepy boy. (laughs) Like what? That's not, that's just like, (laughs) no, I mean, I could point you to a lot of Twitter threads that explain in detail what it feels like to be tired. I know. I got it. People are like, and I'm tired. Like, I get it. I'm tired. (laughs) Believe me. I just, it's more that I resent, I resent the way that we, like, our limited vocabulary to discuss those experiences because when you have to walk around and then it's like, and you, you you become like defensive of that diagnosis, which is obviously fake. Mm, Yeah. Some people do have chronic fatigue syndrome, Kelly. So no, I know. I I just mean as a, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh boy. I'm stepping (laughs) in it. Man. Um, But I mean, I believe that what I'm saying is I believe that that is a, is I believe your body isn't meant to function in this society but it makes me laugh that like the way that this society functions you have to like go to the doctor for that yeah no i know it's ridiculous i mean i was it fucking took me so long to be able to like get back to my normal insanity mode which isn't right either but i was so fucking tired it sucked oh yeah i mean no covid is real Whew, mama um, I would like to still blame some stuff on COVID if I could, so maybe I will. I I, I do all the time. Okay, I'll get back on that train. Um, anyways, God, you know, because I fucked up my own hair and this person really had to, like, it looks like, like, if you took away the bottom part of my hair and you were just looking at, like, my bangs and, like, the frame, it look I look like I have, like, a, like, a Joan of Arc, like, <laughs> mentally ill, like, jagged bowl cut. Yes, it does. <laughs> I look like, what's her name? Mira. What what was, who was the model? Mina Suvari. No, not Mina Suvari. Mina Suvari is Joan of Arc. No, Mila <laughs> Jovovich or something. Oh, Mila Jovovich. I just remember distinctly, like, bringing a picture of Mina Suvari when I was a teenager to the salon. And her, it's a full, like... It's the ladies' bowl cut that was like in the mid aughts, a thing like where it was yep. just like, uh-huh. like a a ceaseless like Karen O kind of right. Yeah, yeah, it was Karen O. Like yeah, just 
gonna cover a parabola around the face <laughs> and just bring that to the salon and being like, "This please is what I would like." I would like. love you to ruin my life right now. Um, also, I don't have thick hair, so it's like you can only do that if you have thick hair. But like, this is not gonna work with that. Yeah, you're preaching to the choir here. Um, okay, we do have to do our subject though. So yeah, um, not really. I I think it's related to this podcast. I think so too. Also, like not least, so we're covering in the New York Times. There was an article. I'm pulling it up now. Um, it's called Sorry. "They Fled for Greener Pastures and There Were Weeds" Thank you. by Julie Lasky. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lillian. Of course. Um. Well, part of it is that why it like immediately kind of caught my attention is like one of the well obviously so it's like people leave the city and so they're leaving the culture the restaurants that like those parts of the city and people did mention that they were like you know we like it even the people who were like we like it like someone specifically said they were like i could stand more takeout which i thought was very (laughs) yeah like just being like (laughs) you gotta cook for yourself a lot up here yeah yes yeah, I mean, this is specifically New York City and the, you know, most most of the examples or interviews with people, they were moving, you know, to, to upstate New York or the surrounding sort of counties. I think one person was in Connecticut. Uh, New Hampshire. Nightmare, nightmare. There, I think there was someone in Mass. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this was very funny to me only because I love when people make um people who are uh, financially secure and um (laughs) they make dumb life decisions because they don't understand what actually makes them happy yes oh my god that's literally (laughs) I was like just before we were recording I was like it's so interesting when people don't understand what why they do the things that they do, why they make the choices they make. Like, it's so fascinating to read people with no self-awareness. It's really crazy. Also, to go so far as to buy a home during COVID, so obviously we know how expensive homes were and still are, buy a home in a new town, like... I, I just, it's so interesting to me, the impulse to change your entire life in the middle of a life changing, <laughs> like period of time, like, uh, as in like, there's so much, like so much is unstable, like quite literally everything. And I don't understand the impulse to then chase that fear and, and further uproot yourself and put yourself in yeah. this. It's very strange impulse to me. Like I understand fleeing. Sure. Sure. But to like ch- radically change ev- your entire life based on what, you know, m- not necessarily a momentary, you know, thing, but relatively, I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, well, also what's funny about it too, is like at the time I like, it did seem more momentary, like right, almost right. like hindsight. That's true. Almost more justifies the decision than if you moved in like, like some of these people, it was like in May of 2020, it's they bought a house. So it's like, crazy. damn, you did? Yeah. Like that is so crazy because in May of 2020, I was still in the mind frame of like, 
yeah, it's just another month. That's another month. Couple weeks. That's another month. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah, it's it's really fascinating. It also, I mean, so many times it was revealed of just how wealthy most of these people are, such as a many of them kept their places in the city. <laughs> yeah, they're like he finds himself going back to his Upper West Side loft quite often these days to escape <laughs> the country life. I'm like, what? So this, and then one one couple with a child had bought a house in Woodstock. They ended up not liking it, and they're like, "We'll sell the property after the skiing season. Our daughter loves to ski." I was like, "Okay, so like, <laughs> not relatable." Uh, maybe to you, Kelly. This is <laughs> sorry. I saw myself in this woman. Um, I representation matters. I, <laughs> every single person in this article was like. Mrs. You know, Kravinson, uh, who works in tech and her husband is an entrepreneur. Uh, I'm like, okay, just put entre. That's what you tell the New York Times. You're an entrepreneur. No. It's- if your job is commonly referred to in French, <laughs> you're an enemy. Okay, <laughs> our, all of our jobs, you say it in English. Okay, like a working. And you only the only foreign mm. word for worker that I recognize is the lumpen proletariat. Okay, you. so let's talk about Thank that. Thank you. And you know what? Don't even call yourself a fiance while you're at it. Okay, you're engaged. <laughs> By the way, you're engaged. Just say super max boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I've been promised to someone else. <laughs> say I'm wearing his pin. <laughs> I'm pinned. We're going steady for the rest of our lives. That's I I I referenced someone being pinned to someone else recently, and I think they meant it. They thought I was talking about it in a sexual like right. pin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, I had to really explain that I was almost being the opposite. You're saying picture a malt shop. Yeah, I was like, oh my god. There's a ja- oh. there's a huge letter jacket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and this is like, I and I actually do think a lot of them. Uh, in this piece referenced like their restaurant like they're like oh we met like miss the takeout oh there's not as many this and I'm like yeah you miss the city life where you had all of like that's like that is the number one thing that's different that you could even without experiencing like do you know what I mean like I'm just like yeah wouldn't that be common self-evident yeah yeah like, yeah, if you move away from one of the largest cities in the fucking world, like, you're not going to have a full block full of food from every single country possible. What are you talking right. about? And, and I think, too, it's like, because of that, I think it's it's also like, it's like people think of these experiences and think of so much in their life as, like, just so much more, like, enclosed than it like sacrosanct like in the sense of like they're like well we knew there would be fewer restaurants but we didn't know how that would affect our social lives it's like it's all part of it it's like the restaurant where you are a regular where you meet your friends but you also know the staff and then you go to the bar next door afterwards and then maybe you go to the corner store after that and get cigarettes and it's your oh it's your one bad you know what I mean like it's like that is all its own ecosystem and then it's like like one of the women who was like, I under, I always understood what it was going to be like. She had like grown up in the country and just was kind of returning to it. 
she was like, I had to get involved in. And then she listed like three things. It was like city council, the democratic council for the county, the, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, your social, like those restaurants aren't just the physical space. It's like, of course your social life is going to be totally different in a small town. Well, that's what like, I, that is like so strange to me, especially like, the centering of like the pan this pandemic was so like restaurant centric, especially in New York. It was like ever it's all anyone could fucking talk about because their precious fucking brunch places were shut down, and so that's why it's like extra. I'm just like the you completely like forgot or chose not to think about like this thing that everybody was like putting as the most important the most devastating loss that's so true like and then it's like somehow you can't process like the way that like why it's again it's like this weird misunderstanding of the self it's like you can't process why that loss like you're Mm. you're somehow like able to like be like restaurant gone bad (laughs) but you like don't know why like, what's going on? I know, it's very fucking weird. And most of these people are so fucking helpless, as we know, with rich people. They're so helpless that they have to be in a place where they can press a button and have a servant come and bring them whatever they want. Why would you think you would be comfortable living in the middle of fucking nowhere where people hate you for moving there, first of all, and, yeah. and will gouge you every second they can for any kind of home repair or disservice whatsoever. Yeah, so much of it, too, was, like, just the mere fact of, like, yeah, and we saw this with Samantha on Sex and the City. Big difference between being a homeowner and a renter. Like, this woman who literally, I assume it was a woman, maybe I'm sexist, she was, like, wouldn't go on the record, wouldn't say her name because she was, like, I'm waiting for a contractor to call me back. And I'm scared if I say anything about that, he will not come. I kind of love them being at the mercy of, like... Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's satisfying to me. I also love you saying... And we saw that with Samantha with, you know, in a very serious tone. Um <clears throat> Now, I'll tell you what was an interesting story. Did you read this piece in the Times about someone who did integrate into the community quite well upstate? Did you read about that prolific Coke dealer turned snitch who had to go into the witness protection program, was resettled in, like, I think Western Mass, and then was, like, because obviously he had been released from prison in the witness protection program, resettled, and then was, like, the draw of New York was like too strong and he came back and he was murdered. Did you read about this? No. It was crazy. But then the crazy thing was is that genuinely all his neighbors were like, what? We loved that guy. Damn, doggy. Why couldn't you have just settled in the Berkshires? I know. I mean, that's what they say. That's what the feds say. They're like the witness protection program has a hundred percent success rate. But no one does it because they say you can't contact anyone. You know what I mean? Like it's very strict and no one, no one can do it basically. You know who should have read those, read those reports of all these people moving out. They should have said the, the the rate is not good for people cutting all their ties for changing their life. Clearly. You can't clearly. If only he, if, if this article had been published two months ago, it could have saved a life. Saved a life. Huh. Think about that. 
Think about that. Next time you're sort of skirting your editor's deadlines. Okay. You think, oh, this is just a human interest piece. <laughs> oh, I don't no. think so. There's, there's blood on your Julie, hands. there's more on the line here <laughs> than you think. Okay, and I want you to go, take a good long look at yourself in the mirror tonight. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, a, a thoroughly entertaining read, if only to make fun of these people who are obviously fucking morons. Um, and imagining them, the slow realization while you're sort the of creeping like... creeping realization. While you're sort of like, oh, we have to go back to the shitty fucking place that has firewood and bad egg sandwiches again. Like, uh, we, I guess we have to drive fucking 20 minutes to, I don't know, get uh, medicine for my dog or whatever the fuck. Like, yeah, it sucks. Everything takes forever. Cut to me fucking two hours ago in a parking lot at the grocery store losing my mind. Um, I don't know how people... I Living this way is insane to me. I can't, like, it's so fucking crazy. I'm like, I gotta go... I think that is part of also my experience of New York. The flip side of this coin is like, I think I mentioned my downstairs neighbor. I don't know why I dropped my voice. Like you can hear me. My downstairs neighbor who truly gets an Amazon package every single day. I'm like, you know that stores are just, if you walk out the door. Right. Walk out the door, there's stores. Like the flip side of it is the people who live in the city. And probably that's why these people moved is they're like, it won't be that different from the city. It's like, well, that it means you're actually doing the city wrong. And then that's yes. leading you to do the suburbs wrong. Yes, exactly. Because like, in the city, you shouldn't be getting packages every freaking That's day. That's insane. It's so weird. I never got packages. I, like, maybe some things that, like, I want, like, a special gift or something I would buy online. But, like... Sometimes I'll do, like... Well, I'll do, like, different vintage... You yeah, know yeah, I mean? exactly. Like, Etsy stuff comes oh in the God. mail. But, like, yeah. oh, my God. No, you... But, like, I don't know. Just, like, dumb, like... Oh, you go to the hardware store. Just, or you go to the fucking... There's a million. I mean, not least because it's just, like... It's like, it's like if you wake up like today, I was like, oh, pure colors out the new Sheila Hetty novel. I want to read that. But you know what? I actually want to read. I want to reread. How should a person be before I read that? And so like realizing this today, I'm not going to go on Amazon, order that, get it in two no. days when I can walk out of my fucking house, go to the bookstore today, have it. It's the best. Yeah, it's the best. Hand. It's the fucking best. I mean... Why would I live in New York if I couldn't do that? <sighs> no, exactly. Like, what are you fucking doing? <sighs> Anyways. Yeah, I mean... I can, if anyone wants a little taste, I can tell you about how every week I go and spend 200 something dollars on groceries, buy a rotisserie chicken that has to last me for a week. You know, that's how I... I, I used to love, oh, what am I going to eat for dinner tonight? Let me go to the grocery store and, you know, see what looks good. No. Now I have to say, this canned good is going to be made on Wednesday. And then I have to say, oh, this meat will be the Thursday meal. Fucking animal. It's living like a fucking, it's, it's crazy. It's a crazy way to live. It also is, I think both of us have experienced this. You, to a much greater extent, but me a little bit up in Kingston is like, the I do understand like and we joke about like slop and mush but like <laughs> American cuisine being the hot dish is like yeah like that makes so much more sense to me after you're like oh I cook everything I eat I've cooked for I bought yes. the thing I put it in a cupboard uh -huh. then I took it out 
then I had to cook for myself. Because in New York, it is like you're like, oh, I saw a little recipe and it inspired mm-hmm. me. And now I go to the shops. No. No, that's not real life, honey. No, I'd throw in fucking ground chuck and packaged mozzarella and my fucking... Mar- <laughs> it's it's a nightmare. It's a fucking living it's nightmare. It's not... It's not... Oh, well, I just realized the green market's open today. Maybe I'll wander down... No, put the tote bag away, uh, uh, sweetie. Uh, uh, uh. No, 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 no. We got a no, full-ass-sized no, no. cart. I'm fucking chucking in netted bags of oranges. That's what we're doing, Okay. Exactly. Everything has a sticker on Every- it. I'm not, I, I'm not, nothing I eat did not peel a sticker Thank from you. immediately prior. Yeah. So enjoy. Anyways. What is really amazing about grocery stores in the rest of the country is so much different kinds of food is already prepared. Like you wouldn't, I didn't know that until like in Kingston, like I was like, oh, so much more is the difference in frozen food innovation. Oh Yeah. From when I was, like, in high school in Chicago, when it was pretty much toaster pastries and peas. Sure. They have so much stuff now. (laughs) They really do. They really do. You know, and if that is worth it for you to come visit me in Oregon, I I think, (laughs) I mean, think about it. aisles and Think about it. Think about it. Um... No, I live, I live, I both live in a retirement community, basically, and the grocery store I go to is near another retirement community. So if you can (laughs) kind of imagine my daily life and sort of the pace at which things go, it's horrifying. Okay. Um, Great. Well, I think this covers it. Um, Yeah. Oh, an hour and 15 minutes in. I think, I think we we did it. I think we did a great job. Um, yeah, basically, I mean, this is the same, this is the same pattern of like oops a daisy that we keep seeing with, with people not understanding and uh, what they need and want and restaurants somehow being at the center of that always. Yeah. (laughs) It's always at the center. I think that is what, like, we learn that lesson over and over again is like, for good or for ill. Here we are, baby. There they are. Here we are. Rock me like a hurricane. Arr! That's the outro for this. Ooh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, loyalty freak. <laughs> Low, did we, little did we know when we were hung over and pressed click on a random fucking loyalty free song made by a guy <laughs> like fucking on Molly that this would be continuing to sort of bumper music for the many many years oh wherever he is I hope he's well I hope he's being a freak I hope he's being loyal to his freakiness <laughs> all right um surprise no new patrons but um that's okay and uh, but you, you will be getting a but old patrons you'll be getting a new app that's true we're doing it right after this so uh stay tuned (laughs) all right Mm -hmm. bye everybody love you guys